At the time that I'm recording this podcast, in the United States within the past week, there have been two different events that have occurred that has caused mass casualties. One in New York City, where I'm located, and the other one being in Texas. And at the end of the day, there can be no words that can encapsulate what has happened at either of these tragedies or the harm they've caused to the families and the people involved. And as I sit down and I watch the news and I reflect on the things that have happened, we have more information coming in, and I'm a firm believer in always seeking understanding. Not understanding as a way of creating excuses. You know, to say either of these men were insane when we really don't know doesn't help anybody out. But one thing I do know about acts of violence is when one person commits acts of violence against another, they are taking their eye, themselves, their individual person, and saying, I am more important than you are. You're in my way. I can't tolerate that anymore. We've seen it from the beginning in Genesis. Cain can't tolerate Abel. So he kills him. And that's always the case, I feel, in the vast majority of murders, somehow this group of people or this other person is an affront against my individual eye, against my ego, who I think I am and how important I am in the world. And I therefore need to get rid of this other person so I can get back to the life that I know I am owed and I am viewed. At the foundation of all murder is a hubris of immense proportion. And it always leads, of course, to a death. In our case that I've mentioned today, deaths of so many people. Just recently we heard in, in uh, the Catholic Church, the gospel, where Jesus warns the people not to be like the Pharisees. And I think one of the mistakes people make about reading this passage is they think the Pharisees are religious people. My brothers and sisters, they aren't religious people. Sure, they have the, the markings of a religious person. They have the smells and the bells of religion, of a religious person. But religion as foundation is a virtue. It's an act of justice. A religious person gives to God what belongs to God. And the Pharisees back in Jesus' time broke the foundational law to love God with their whole heart, with their whole mind, and all their strength. They didn't love God. They loved themselves. They wanted to get the attention of all those in the society around them. Jesus was an affront to their pride, so they had to get rid of him for, quote-unquote, the sake of saving the people. And in our own time with these people that have made a choice, and they did, in fact, make a choice to take other people's lives Within that choice, we can see how they have chosen that they themselves and their eye and their individualness and their worldview is so much more important than all those around them that they by right have the okay to take others' lives. My brothers and sisters, I pray that we never get to that level of pride that we can begin to silently justify to ourselves the need of limiting other people or taking the life of other people. 
these tragedies that happen in Texas, that happen in New York City, are terrible. And there's no words I can speak to the families and those involved that can take away any of their pain. Nor do I think it's right to try to take away their pain. Pain is something we must experience and deal with in our own ways. But from these situations, we can become more aware of the dangers of pride in our life. Because if we are at the center of our world and everybody else around us is all there for the sake of us, and if they're not serving us, if they're against me, 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 what I want, what I need, well, this cycle of violence is just going to keep going over and over and over. And Jesus, my brothers and sisters, Jesus offers us the solution. For through that same passage, as he warned the people about not being like the Pharisees, he tells us that the greatest among us must be the servant. How do we come how do we overcome our eyes, our ego, our pride? Is we have to begin to be like Jesus and be open to the call of serving all those around us. Not all those that we necessarily like, that sort of give us warm fuzzies in our belly, but those that in a way detest us, that cause us uncomfortableness. Those are the people we need to serve first. If you have issues with people in your life, go to them and see if they need your service in their life. If they don't, then start praying for them. And it's through these humble acts of service, by the grace of God, that we overcome the pride that is at some way or another latched on to all of our hearts. My brothers and sisters, let us not be afraid in a world that seems to be so consumed by violence because Christ himself has overcome the world and we rest on his promise. So my brothers and sisters, know that I'm with you Know that I love you. Know that I'm praying for you. And in a way today, please, for the love of God, be that humble servant in the world. Take care. God bless. And know you're in my prayers.